I'm Aaron Gallo. I'm Marty Hogan. And I'm Eric Berry. And we're from the Starfleet Escape Podcast. And you're listening to another great Four Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's your good pal, Steve-O, from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about a wonderful designer we all know, uh, Revenge Lover. Illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And just do yourself a favor and tell them Steve-O sent you. I know it really doesn't count for anything, but, I mean, come on. Who's gonna, who are you going to trust? You going to trust somebody else? No, you're going to trust me, Steve-O. Because, face it, I'm awesome. Greetings, comic bookies and comic bookers. That's right. I stole Steve intro. What's he going to do? Fire me? I don't think so. He can't survive without me. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this is episode number 65. We are four away from a very funny joke. Um, November 18th, 2015. If you're listening to this later and you're wondering why we're not talking about stuff that happened later, guess what? It hasn't happened for us yet. We're not mind readers. We're not future seers. We wish we were. We really do wish we were. We'd probably have a lot more followers if we were, but we're not. To be fair, if we were, we would probably be using not our powers for good then. We'd be like, spoilers, guys. Yeah, right. We'll, we could tell you who Zoom was, but yeah. I, can't. I would actually, honestly, then I would change the podcast name to the spoiler cast. Or how about just call it spoiler alert? Oh, that too. Spoiler alert. I mean, that'd be great name for shit um anyways uh we're gonna talk about flash because that show is always awesome uh arrow we'll dive into that a little bit because we got the return of the atom who can now shrink because ant-man was a success so they decided to make him shrink too yeah sure, let's go with that actually um, yeah i believe we're caught up on gotham uh just not this one that's airing right now because we're recording uh walking dead been kind of boring but we got some news out of that with uh possibly a spoiler possibly just a really bad joke and agents of shield still boring as all hell for me i'm sorry but it's just not getting my interest i zombies getting really good and supergirl still haven't watched it because again i keep recording at times of supergirl but there is some news with supergirl apparently because of the paris attack but we'll get into that later Mm-hmm. Got some good news and whatnot, so without further ado, I'm going to stop rambling for a couple seconds and let you guys listen to our awesome new but still the same intro. Yeah! A world's about to break for me and Back. I'm standing on my own, but now I'm not alone. 
And we're back. That's right. We didn't go anywhere. We're still here. That was only five seconds for us. Possibly about a whole minute for you guys. Yeah, we can only hope it was a whole minute for you guys. Yeah, they probably skipped the intro, but it's a really good intro. Go back and listen to it. Or you know what? I'm going to play it again right now. Okay. Sad part is you did stop, and I know you're going to put that intro in there. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> uh, we know how to. We Kyle now knows how to troll on a podcast. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, because uh, it's the only thing I know how to edit now. It's just sound waves. Um, like the Transformers sound waves. I was just thinking the same thing. Uh, um, might think like uh, Transformers, robots in disguise. Oh, um, speaking, now that we just brought that up, I don't know if it's come out yet, but I actually am really curious of playing that new Transformers game, the Devastation, on the new consoles. Mm-hmm. Because it's like bringing back the old school 80s look. Huh. Now, I actually have not seen anything about that, so I might have to go look that up and check it out because it sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. So, uh, but yeah. I mean, the last Transformers game I played was for Transformers Armada. Oh, geez. I didn't even know they had one. Yeah. Uh, basically, you... You're either Optimus Prime, Hotshot, or Red Alert, and you're basically going around the entire world discovering a bunch of minicons that give you power-ups and everything like that. I totally forgot about that show, and I kind of blocked it out just because I'm like, why is everything becoming like Pokemon? I'm going to be honest with you, Transformers Armada is actually the Transformers series that got me into Transformers. Really? Yes. um, Oh, so then you've never seen anything before that? I mean, I knew about Transformers. I remember seeing episodes of, like, uh, what was it, Transformers Primal or whatever the one where they transformed into animals. Oh, I think that was, like, Beast Wars or something like that. But yes, yeah. Beast Wars. Thank you. Yeah, Beast Wars. I remember seeing episodes of that, but, I mean, it never really caught my interest like Armada did. Oh, okay. Because I remember Cartoon Network, they started airing it at the same time that they brought back He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. And I was like, hey, man, this looks freaking stupid. So I didn't bother watching it. I don't and I ended up watching Transformers, and I was like, okay, this shit's awesome. Well, I, I will had say that all the toys for that. Oh, did you? Pretty much, but I ended up, like, giving them all away to my cousin. I even had, like, a freaking huge-ass Ultron. Oh. Uh, not Ultron, but Unicron figure. Oh, crazy. It, it was freaking huge and expensive as all hell, but my parents got it for me because they love me. Now they don't. Now they I wonder don't. why. Um, <laughs> that's all. Actually, I would say this. If you have a PlayStation 3 stole, um, you could probably get them for cheap if you're interested in gaming or whatnot, but they do have, uh, I think it's called War 
the, the War for Cybertron is one, and then the sequel is The Fall of Cybertron. Actually, mm-hmm. really, kind of like the backstory of Cybertron, which is actually really well done in the game. So, hmm. okay, yeah, might as well look into that a little bit. Um, speaking of video games news, guess what comes out tomorrow? I'm gonna guess. Oh, that's right, Battlefront. Yes, Battlefront. Have you decided on a console? I have not yet because I already <laughs> wait till last minute. Well, no, because I have to. I have to wait. Uh, right now, my life is consumed with Fallout Four. Basically, Target had a deal going on, which I talked about on Arcade Bros last week. But Target had buy two get one free, so I ended up Ooh. buying Fallout Four. Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and the new Assassin's Creed game. So, but right now I've even I've touched a little bit of Tomb Raider, but my entire life right now is just consumed with Fallout Four. Mm, so, I um, now I know this has nothing to do with comic books, but it's we're on the subject of video games. I'm gonna ask: Did you watch Nintendo Direct? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that shit was awesome. We did talk about this on Arcade Bros. Premiere uh, that you probably already listened to or whatnot if you listened to it. But uh, uh, holy, no. holy crap! Well, no. It, we're recording now. It doesn't release until tomorrow, according to the dates and everything like that. But oh, okay, <laughs> we were t- yeah. I was I was like, okay, so all these games have come out, and then mm-hmm. Nintendo's was like, oh hey guys, here's our Nintendo Direct, and holy crap! Like Nintendo was just mm-hmm. like, oh here, 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 yeah. here. They like dropped everything on us. Yeah. It was so cool. Now, what was your favorite part of the entire thing? Um, so far, what I what I really enjoyed, and I. I Two things, actually. Okay, I'll, I'll talk about what I liked, and then I'll talk about what surprised me. Okay. What I really liked is I like the fact that we are getting the new Legend of Zelda game coming out in 2016. I also really like that mm-hmm. we're getting new Legend of Zelda, the Zelda, the Twilight Princess game remastered in HD coming out in March, and you can also get a limited edition Amiibo with it, which I'm totally my, going that. My roommate already pre-ordered that. Yeah, I'm basically, hopefully I can still pre-order it when I get money again, but when I saw that drop, I was like, Holy crap, because, okay, look, I like Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time is a great game and everything like that, but I absolutely love Twilight Princess just because of the fact it was the first Zelda game that was kind of, like, more dark and more mature. You and my roommate would probably get along great. She has an entire shelf collection of Zelda. i got to send you a picture of that soon. Oh, yeah, if, but... you, if you see half of the Zelda collection stuff I have over here, then yeah. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, she was, like, super stoked. She instantly pre-ordered the whole um, Zelda game because she had first pre-ordered through Best Buy because they had it for the cheapest, I think. And then once she found out that it came with an exclusive Amiibo only at GameStop, she quickly canceled that one and went all the way over to GameStop and uh, pre-ordered it there instead. So she's super stoked for that. Um, So, yeah. Continue. Continue. Okay, and then what really surprised me was, so we kept hearing about this game for, I don't know how many E3s, I would say maybe about two or three now, E3s. They were talking about a game called Xenoblade, the soccer yes. game. Yes, yes. And they kept talking about it, they kept talking about it, and they kept showing us movie scenes, and, shot, and I'm like, this game looks familiar. And then all of a sudden, they were just like, oh yeah, that comes out uh, December 4th of this year. And I'm like, wait, what? I wasn't prepared for this. Like, I already <laughs> had a shit ton of games. I'm, I'm like, you bastards. Like, I was like, this like came out of nowhere finally. And the game oh. still looked amazing. Mm-hmm. That's like a uh, Splatoon. They were like, "Oh, by the way, once this thing's, once this whole Nintendo Direct's over with, there's an update waiting for you guys." Oh, excuse me, just had a huge burp. Mm, yeah, I edit that. <laughs> we can edit that in post. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know because I was in the middle of talking as I burped. <laughs> you know what? I'm keeping it in. If you guys are offended by my burp, 
then tweet me at under Deadpool underscore Ranger and say and just hashtag it offended burp. Offended burp. Hashtag offend <laughs> offensive burp. burp. There like you go. That. Um, but anyways, they were like. Uh, if you're fans of Splatoon, by the way, we have an update coming out for you coming out in about as soon as this thing's over with. And I'm just like, damn, they're on top of the ball with all this. Okay, now question. Now, I have not picked up Splatoon yet. Do you have it? Do you, you... <laughs> no. There but I've heard it's great. That's the thing I thought was funny because uh, I remember we had somebody on my uh, the Arcade Bros talking about how much like Nintendo, he was like, oh, Nintendo's kind of thing. I'm like, dude, Nintendo didn't release anything, and then they're just like, oh, here's this game called Splatoon, and it has mm-hmm. blown a lot of stuff out of the water. To me, it's been like the everyone's been saying it's the, mo- it's the best kind of multiplayer experience you're ever going to get so far on a game, hmm. which is pretty bad because it's like you have games that have already established their multiplayer stuff, like... Call of Duty, Halo, uh, I would even say Destiny now at this point, probably the Battlefront when that comes back out. Oh, actually, Battlefront, this will be the first time it's actually online, I think, unless I'm wrong. Uh, I think so, because uh, Battlefront was originally for PlayStation 2. So, and I don't think they had really online capability back then with those systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. But yeah, um, uh, what really surprised me was the announcement of Cloud and uh, Super Smash Brothers. Holy crap! Now, don't get me wrong. Like they announced what's because I have the re I have Ryu for Super Smash Bros. Fantastic mm-hmm. character. I love playing as him. I like how they mass Max uh, did his moves exactly like in the game where you could actually do those button combos and he'll do those moves, mm-hmm. or you just do the simple button combos. So when but I was like, okay, what else can they bring to this? Because I'm like, you're like, oh, Mega Man said it. Okay, they're gonna do some more Capcom people, and then like Cloud just coming out of nowhere. I was like, holy well, crap! What a lot of people don't realize is. Final Fantasy is actually owned by Nintendo because they were originally a Nintendo game until Cloud's game that came out. It came out for N64 and PlayStation 2. And that's where the popular... Huh? Wait, did I thought Final Fantasy 7 came out for PlayStation. I thought that's when Square uh, Soft left uh, Nintendo and went to Sony. Um, I Look, I was just looking up. I just know that they're originally Nintendo characters. Well, yeah, no, I know Final. Yeah. I know, like the Final Fantasy series first started on the NES. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't until I think because I remember I think in Japan it came out for N sixty four. Oh, the they- Final Fantasy seven, and then they released it also for Sony as well, and that's kind of where it became a big hit here. So. But yeah, no, it's still phenomenal, and that just makes me just that's what makes me gear up. Where like I'm like PlayStation had a game that tried to copy Super Smash Bros, which was called the All Stars uh, thing, and yeah. the sad part is it was a, is a good idea because you're like it's a no brainer idea. Let's take all of our hard hard hitting characters and let mm-hmm. them battle it out. But they took they everything that they stole from them. They didn't steal everything. They left out all the good stuff that made Smash Bros such a good game. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, let's put it this way. I got the game for free, the all-star battle, whatever not. I want my money back. <laughs> nice. Nah. So. Um, yeah, that was the big surprise. Also, another big surprise was that they are releasing a Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow for the Nintendo DS. Yes. I yeah, was pretty I was stoked like, about that, too. Because I saw shit. my original ones. I can actually probably... I'll probably... I will send you a picture of my old-school Game Boy I still have. Nice. I had one, and then I sold it. Because I thought, you know, I needed to upgrade, and I needed money for a new game. So, that's what happened there. But, 
Mine actually, I I thought I lost it, and then I'm cleaning out the stuff when I moved into my new place. Open a box, I'm like, holy crap, what is this? Like, <laughs> it's a treasure trove. Basically, it was like the Legend of Zelda. I picked up. I was like, no, no, no. So like the Game Boy came out in 1985. No, 1989, I think. Yeah, 1989. Now, is this like the original Game Boy, or is this the Game Boy Pocket? No, no, no. This is the original Game Boy. Oh, I so will the big one. Nice. Oh, and. <laughs> oh, I still have all my Pokemon games, like the original ones. Nice. Pokemon Yellow was actually my very first game I ever played. It's funny. A lot of people, like, I remember some people were like, oh, I didn't like Pokemon Yellow because of Pikachu and stuff like that. I actually liked it because it kind of gave you a feel of the, like, manga and the television show, and you could actually get yes. all the main Pokemon, like Squirtle, mm-hmm. Bulbasaur, and Charmander. Mm-hmm. But I, I do have Blue and Red. Nice. And, then, and then it's great because I have the Super Game Boy where I just play a lot of the stuff on it, but yeah. Yeah, I fired yeah. this thing up like when I pulled it out. Still freaking works. Still freaking oh, works. Nice. Now, here's the question, though. With uh, Blue and Red coming out, do you think the uh, Missingo cheat will still be part of the game, or do you think they're going to edit that? I don't know. Usually when they port games over, they usually don't tamper with anything. They just kind of port mm-hmm. it to another system. Because I noticed, like, if you play, like, some old-school Nintendo games on, like, the Wii U, like, their virtual console, they mm-hmm. still have glitches and stuff like that that show up in those games. Huh. Sweet, because I would love to still be able to do the rare candy treat uh, cheat. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was pretty badass. So um, are they, now I didn't read up too much more about the. I know we're getting off topic from comics. Yeah, so I, I don't give a shit. Uh, now are they redoing these, or are they just releasing the originals? I think they're just re-releasing the originals. Uh, it's digital download and everything. So now the one game that I was super excited about is the Fire Emblem game that's coming out. Ooh, yes, is that kind I'm, of, ooh, I, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge Fire Emblem game uh, fan. Uh, anytime it comes out, I have to get it. I love it. And I ended up actually buying the deluxe edition that GameStop has. Oh, okay, cool. Which, because basically what they're doing is there's two versions to Fire Emblem, which they usually don't do. Mm-hmm. But this time it's kind of like Pokemon almost, you know, you got two versions. It's two sides of a story, kind of like Romeo and Juliet, like, one game's with Romeo, the other game's with Juliet. So you get the full story if you play both. Nice. And basically, you buy the first game, and then uh, a little bit down the road, you can buy the second game for half price online through the Nintendo Store. Now, that's actually kind of clever, because that usually they always do that thing where like they did it with like Zelda back in the day where they released like Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, and they came out at the same time. Uh, yeah, I actually... Seasons is actually the only Zelda game I've ever played. I think we had this conversation. Didn't you think you lost it and then you found it? No, I lost it and then I found a digital version on my 2DS and I've been playing that. Uh, until okay. I think I glitched the game or something like that and I can't progress forward unless I restart the whole thing. So anyways... <laughs> Sorry, I'm here to bring up repressed memories. <laughs> no, you're fine. So... Basically, once you have both games, and then there's a third version coming out. It's kind of like a conclusion to the whole thing. Well, I bought the Deluxe Edition, which comes with all three games. Ooh. Okay. So I get all three games, plus it comes with an artwork book, which I love the books that have all the artwork and everything like that. Okay, so how how pricey is that game? 80 bucks. And you're getting three games with it, though? Yeah. That's actually pretty good, and especially for Nintendo standards. Well, the way I see it is, you buy the one game individually; it's forty bucks. 
Yes. You buy the set. You get the second game for half price, so it's already up to sixty. Hmm. And then uh, I don't know how much the third one would be, but even if that was half price, that's already puts you up to eighty. So, and then you got the artwork book. So I'm already ahead of everything. No, that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's actually pretty good. I mean, that's what I'm curious about because, like, I know, uh, I know they released like a limited edition thing for the new like Yoshi game. Like you can get like the, it comes with an amiibo, uh, amiibo with it and everything like that. And I know they're doing that with the Legend of Zelda the uh, HD version. But usually Nintendo, which is kind of kind of cool about them, they don't really raise their game prices too much. Like I think if you probably actually honestly, I think if you buy that collector's edition of those two games, it's probably like ten bucks more. Mm-hmm. Unlike when you go for like a Halo or anything else, it's all like a hundred dollars. Well, fuck the Halo Five was like. I didn't even like. I haven't bought in Halo Five yet, but I was all like, "Yeah, I'm not spending that much money." Uh, it was like two hundred and something dollars for the huge, like, big box set thing. I'm like, "Yeah, if I had that kind of money just to just throw <laughs> out the window, I'd totally be buying this stuff." But um, speaking of box set, I'm gonna transition us into a complex real quick. I did pre-order um, the Phase Two of the Marvel Cinematic Universe box set. Nice. Okay, so what do you get in that box set? You get Iron Man 3, Captain America 2, Thor yes. 2, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers 2, and Ant-Man. You know what's funny? Out of, out of all those movies, I only have Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So that might actually be something that actually I should just buy because I've been trying to – I've been wanting to buy Iron Man 3 and all these movies for a long time. I just haven't – got them yet or whatnot oh so maybe i have some... them all i have all the movies individually but when it comes to the box sets, i have the phase one box set which is the briefcase yeah and it comes like a light up tesseract and everything like that but and then this one here it comes with the power stone from guardians of the galaxy oh okay okay so uh did you get it from amazon i did it's pre-ordered right now because it was actually the price was cut and it was cut by a little bit for the price. I'm trying to find it real quick. Yeah, because I'm about to ask um, how how much is it? Because if it's worth it, I might I might look into that. Marvel. Because like I was literally gonna ask for like Avengers, uh, Age of Ultron, and uh, Guardians, uh, Ant Man. It is two hundred dollars. Okay. It comes out December eighth. I told my wife. That if it goes down at least maybe another fifty dollars, I'll keep it. But if it doesn't, I may actually cancel it. Oh, okay. But I pre-ordered it just in case because mm-hmm. I figure with uh, Black Friday coming up, a lot of things are going to be going down. And with Amazon's price uh, pre-order price guarantee, basically, if it, the price does go down, then I'm locked in already. Yeah, no, that's that's a, that's a smart. That's a smart bet, but ooh, yeah, I like I like that I like the idea of the Power Stone. Yeah, because obviously we got the Tesseract with uh, Phase One, so I'm like, okay, cool. So now I have two Infinity Stones, but I'm also like, okay, well, we also got introduced into like two other Infinity Stones in Phase Two. Am I going to get the rest of them or not? So, do you have a feeling that for Phase Three, are they just going to give you the Gauntlet? I was thinking it's probably going to be the gauntlet for the next one. Okay, well, that's that's pretty cool comic book news. So for you Marvel fans out there with Black Friday coming up pretty 
next week mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, fuck, next week. Yeah, next week. Uh, get ready for that stuff. Uh, so that should be cool. So I might actually now that I think I'm like, yeah, all I got was Gardens of the Galaxy, and that was like last year for Christmas when I wanted it. But I, honestly, like. I, my parents finally saw Avengers, and I was really telling them, I was like, look, I loved Avengers Age of Ultron. You know, the, that, that's the one they finally saw when it came out. I was like, I loved it, but honestly, I had more fun with Ant-Man at the movie theaters. Like, I kind of want that over the Avengers right now. Ant-Man, I believe, actually comes out uh, beginning of December. So, because that was like that was like Gardens of the Galaxy too. It was like one of those, it's like, I think uh, Winter Soldier came out like in March, and then mm-hmm. that came out towards the end of uh, like like at the beginning of uh, August, and I was like, yeah, I love Captain America. In fact, I saw Captain America twice, I think, or I can't remember if I did or not. But like, I love Guardians of the Galaxy like a lot. Like, I was like, it was just one of those movies where I just would jump in. I was like, oh, you just have so much fun with this. Here, so. I am posting a link to the Amazon so you can take a look at it. All right, let's take a look at this. And then uh, I guess, uh, actually, we didn't even talk about it. While I look at this, uh, I'll ask this question. Kyle, what have you been up to this week? Oh, yeah. We also have not done uh, stuff. Um, who we were, who sponsors us and all that. Okay, uh, before to, before to, after. Um, I think I'll just uh, throw that in afterwards. Okay, because I'm just looking at this. I'm like, yeah, holy crap, this is awesome. I love the artwork with the with the movies. Is that what all the movies are going to be in? Yeah, it's like small little file folders. Um, you can kind of, if you go scroll down to like frequently bought together, you can see the phase one briefcase. Oh, yeah, very cool. Because mm-hmm, I have that. Okay, and they did the same thing with the files and stuff. Oh, that's freaking, mm-hmm. man, Marlon, you know how to do it. You know how to yep. do it wrong. Okay, so uh, what have I been up to? Um, I have been handy around the house. Yes, I That's saw you. Uh, I saw some pictures you sent me. You're like my project this weekend. So uh, let's. Yes. So um, you've become you've become a, you've become the man about town. I would just say handyman, but okay. No, well, I don't um, want to call you Tim Allen. Handy. No, I meant like Tim Allen from Tool Time. Like, <laughs> oh, I just thought you meant like hand job, blow job thing. I don't, I don't know. Sorry, mom. You really took that dirty. I was like going like home and I, no I have a very dirty mind, my good sir. I have a very dirty mind. Usually, it's me. Yeah, you know. I've, I've so anyway. So, Kyle, you've been very handy around the house. What have you put together? And maybe do we want to start doing like a household tips now for people? No, no, no. We don't. Uh, this is not house box cast. This is long box cast. Long. Cast all right. So, cast. Wh- what did you do, my friend? Okay. Um. First thing, uh, Friday night, wife and I, we have this uh, collection of vinyl mations. Um. Uh, kind of, yes, they are from Disney. Basically, they're all in the shape of Mickey Mouse, and they all had different designs. I think I showed you a few of them a while back. I got like a Mysterio and a Rhino and a Lizard and whatnot. So I had those, but we we have a huge collection of them. So we're like, what are we, where are we going to put these? Uh, and so we decided, you know, just t- we took like some small wood from Lowe's. It was like maybe about two and a half feet long. And then it maybe had like about an inch thickness. Mm-hmm or, like, width or whatever you want to call it, and then we just, like, drilled it into the wall through um, a few brackets underneath and whatnot, and then we just put them on top. And it, 
looks great. So yeah, Kyle, Kyle, I don't know if you posted on the the Facebook page at all yet, but I know he sent a picture of me, and I was like, holy crap! Like, uh, Kyle is uh, quite the woodsman. Because wooden wooden shelves, right? What? what are you talking about? I was, I was talking about your shelving. I said you're quite the woodsman because you oh, did wooden gotcha. shelves. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I tried to compliment and <laughs> sorry, I went over my head. Throw back in my face. <laughs> Anyways, and the other thing I did was we, um, I had to replace a sconce outside. For those who don't know, it's a little light that's hanging right by your door. Um, basically, we don't have a power outlet outside our house. So if we want to hang like Christmas lights and whatnot, we don't have anything to plug it into. So we got a sconce that actually has a power outlet built into it. So ah. I just had to take the old one off and put the new one up. And then, surprisingly, I actually managed to make it work. So I'm quite happy about that. Now, have you? Now, uh, I will ask this question since you did talk about the the holiday season coming up soon. When do you start decorating? Not till after Thanksgiving. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. Like my the thing my dad did like during like Thanksgiving. He would mm-hmm. probably set up the Christmas tree, just like get it out of the box and set it up. And then he's like, all right, this is done. Your mom's cooking. I can do this. It's done. We don't have to worry about it. And he's like, as soon as Thanksgiving is over, as soon as that weekend's over, then we can start doing Christmas. You see, that's not bad. I mean, heck, um, one thing you could always just do with families is uh, set the tree up on Thanksgiving because this way everyone's there to enjoy it. That's true. Well, my dad used to. I mean, my dad didn't like his family. Gotcha. Well, he's killed but, all of them. Oh, I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. My Christmas went dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, so um, not till after Thanksgiving will we start decorating. Very nice. I actually need to get a tree this year um, because uh, I have a lot of kick-ass ornaments that I need to take pictures of. Um I have the 1966 Batmobile. I have Ghostbusters uh, Ecto-1 car. Uh, I'm going to Hallmark, haven't I? And, oh, I go to Hallmark every year to get my ornaments. They have some shit good stuff, man. And yes, I always I click, on, you can click on those ones, and they both play this theme music. Yep. Yeah, so. my uh, father-in-law is obsessed with Hallmark stuff. He's got everything from, like, Star Trek, Star Wars, um, National Lampoon Vacation. Nice. Yeah, he's got a ton, so. And I got a few there, too. Um, we got a lot of Disney ones. But we actually did just buy our first Christmas tree, so we're all set there for... What did you guys go with? Um, we went with Target. Oh, no, I meant... Uh, well, that's good, Target. Uh, I meant, like, uh, did you go with a normal colored tree? Did you go with the ones that built in lights? Did you go in with... It's normal color. It doesn't have built-in lights. We're going to do this old-fashioned way. It, it almost old fashioned, just not old fashioned of an actual real tree. No, no, no. I get well. I, I'll put it this way: the one year I was moved out with my old roommate, she got a live tree, and I haven't had a live tree since I was probably like two. Mm-hmm. And I'll put it this way: I had to clean up after that shit. Fuck that! Mm-hmm. I am not doing a uh, live tree ever again in my entire life. Yeah, it should be interesting because this is also our first Christmas with a new cat. Meow. So I can guarantee. Actually, it's Mew. He, he Mew. mews. Yeah, he oh, mews. We shouldn't. Yeah, we should have named him Mew. That's all he ever I, says is Mew. I will put it this way. Um. Uh, when you when you have a new cat, 
and you have mm-hmm. a Christmas tree. Uh, hang your ornaments not so low. Yeah, obviously. Uh, you, I will put it this way. When you have the tree on, he will go underneath it no matter what because it's very warm and they like to sleep under the tree because <laughs> my cat does that. Hey, be warm with that. That's no big deal. Um, and uh, I don't know how, how your cat will do with wrapping. I know my cat really doesn't touch anything in wrapping, but if it's in, in, in a bag, he will definitely go through it. My cat will touch anything that's new. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's basically what we've been up to. How about you? Uh, nothing too much. Just uh, just had. I actually took a half day at work on Friday. Got a lot of nice. stuff done. Uh, did a boys' night after the podcast with a couple of guys from co uh, from work, some coworkers and stuff like that. Uh, had a pretty relaxing weekend. Took care of all the stuff I needed to do and just like kind of vegged out and played some video games. Finally caught up on all these games that have come out that you'll hear about. Raven and I talk about on Arcade Bros. I don't want to bore everyone with the DSLs of that, but now I'm gearing up for this week because I have to do a little bit of uh, makeup time because we are getting Black Friday off, but we do have to make up the time for it. So, doing, But on the bright side, I had two, like, eight hours left of vacation day, so I used four of those hours for that Black Friday. I'm just working an hour over for the next uh, next three days. Uh, so just take care of that, be done with it, and then basically getting the holiday mode because, like, I laugh so hard with work because work's like, they're like, all right, so we're going to get Thanksgiving off. You're like, great. Then we come back, and then we have, like, this outing we're doing for, like, us, like, uh, like appreciation of employees. So we're taking like a half day that next Friday. And then the next week we have like the secret Santa going on and we have like a, a Thursday's like a holiday party for the rev, the, the department I'm in. And then the next week we have like the Friday is like another holiday party for the entire building. And then after that, it's like Christmas. So it's like, everything's just yeah. getting into that mode of like, Days and then off. one week after Christmas is New Year's and exactly. So it, I think this is like the only week that I'm going to get anything done at work, and I think everyone just goes <laughs> shifting into holiday mode. So nice. Uh, yeah. I wish it was more like that for me, but unfortunately, no. Um. So yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that's that's much caught up on Kyle and I. So without further ado, uh, Kyle, you said you picked up some comic books this week, correct? I did, and they were all crap. Really? No, not really. It's oh. the guy who's comic book corner. Apparently, all the books were crap. First book I picked up, and I only picked this up for one reason, and one reason only. It is Howard the Duck, number one. Yeah. I only picked it up for this little thing at the very bottom, which I don't think you can see very well. I can't so. see very well, but what does it say, my good sir? It says... Plus Gwenpool. Ooh. They uh, finally introduced... This is technically her first comic book appearance in a story. Her first appearance was actually in one of Deadpool's Secret Secret Wars or whatever. She was on like a... She was a variant cover for it. As like a joke to Gwen... Or to Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. Yes, but this is Gwenpool. It's basically Gwen Stacy as Spider-Man. While... Or as Deadpool. Wow. It's literally just a thing at the very back. Um, I only picked it up for her first appearance because if she becomes a huge hit, like Spider-Gwen, yeah. then I'm all set. Now, do you think this is going to be a trend with the Marvel series, like finding other stuff they can put Gwen Stacy into? No, I, I, I think it was just the spider Gwen and then this was just like a joke because it's Deadpool. So, I mean, unless of course they decide to do Gwen the duck, but I mean, duck. I was yeah. thinking of like Wolver Gwen or 
Captain Gwen. Captain Gwen or Iron Gwen or Gwen America. There we go. Yeah, Gwen America. Uh, uh, what else could they do? Uh, yeah, <laughs> they just have Gwen when Thor. Um, oh, uh, the Incredible Gwen. Oh, the Incredible Gwen. Uh, I'm trying to think who else is there. Uh, Gwen I. Uh, oh, that no, they could not do that one. I almost said one that I'm like, there go with. Does it have anything to do with uh, Gwen Widow? No, I was even thinking of that. Oh, that's a good one. No, mine, well, I, mine had to do with uh, mine had to do with Black Panther. <laughs> okay, I was thinking probably the same thing, but with Black Widow, but not the Widow part. Oh, okay. See, I actually did Black Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Either. Gwen Widow. Uh, actually, Gwen Widow sounds pretty good, actually, though. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is there. Gwen Panther could have worked. Uh, oh, Gwen Panther. That's a good one. Then you have uh, Gwen... Oh, instead uh, of Miss Marvel, uh, Miss Gwen. Miss Gwen. Yeah, uh, then, you Gwen. Got, uh, Gwen, then you got Gwen Fury. Okay, it was an eye patch and everything. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, uh, the Fantastic Gwens. The Fantastic Gwens. It's... Uh, fo- yeah, she was up in space, and uh, somehow her body got multiplied into four beings, and they all got different powers. Different so power. you got you got uh, Mrs. Fantastic, the Invisible Gwen, the Invisible Human Gwen. Or Gwen Torch, and uh, the Thing. I don't know. You really can't do anything with the Thing. Uh, let's see. What is there? Uh, I was just. I just saw. Oh, yeah, um. Instead of Ant Man, it'd be just uh, Ant Gwen. Yep. Um, what else we got? Oh, the Scarlet Gwen. The Scarlet Gwen. Um, <laughs> Gwen uh, Silver. Gwen Silver. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Would it go with Gwen Devil or Dare Gwen? I like Dare Gwen. Dare Gwen. Um, Ooh, the. Oh, sorry. The Gwenisher. The Gwenish. <laughs> I think I'm like because I wanted for some reason to say the Gwenifer. I'm like, wait, no, no, there's no F. Uh, Gwenisher, there we go. Gwenisher, I like the Gwen. I think okay, Gwenisher wins. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna put this out here. Okay, if you guys are listening to the show and Gwenisher, uh, I think is my top one. If if you guys don't like that one, you like any of the other ones we came up with. If you are an artist or <laughs> Know how to do stuff. If you want to draw that out and send it to us, that'd be fantastic. Um, we will send you something if you do this. Yeah, so actually, yeah, there's a contest right there. It's a mini contest before we get to our big long box box contest. I tell you what, I had the perfect prize. It's the prize from our last contest that the guy never contacted me on. So the issue of, uh, what was it? Uh, X Files. Oh, really? supposed to get. Yeah, the guy never contacted us about it, so I'm like, okay, I contacted you like three times, sending you shit, and he's still tweeting out, but his entire Twitter account is just retweeting contests, so I'm like, okay, clearly you don't want this, so if right. anyone decides to draw a Gwenisher for us, you get this X-Files comic book. That would be awesome. And we'll post it on the Facebook page and populate it on Twitter and our Instagram because I think that'd be amazing. But yes, um, <laughs> this is what happens yes. when Kyle and I like come up with stuff. Um, so I'm trying to think what else is there. So yeah. So anyway, so those are the comics you picked up. Uh, what have you read through so far? 
Uh, let's see. I did pick up Spider-Gwen. Okay, now I, I've been curious about Spider-Gwen. Uh, do they actually call her Spider-Gwen? Yeah. Or, actually, no. Um, I think they call her Spider-Woman. Okay, but she, um, they just call it Spider-Gwen. Yeah, let's see here. As a teenager, going to say someone to the transformation. Spider-Woman is what they call her. Okay. Because no one knows okay. she's actually Gwen. Yeah, but, I was just curious about that because I'm like, she's swinging around. She's like, my name is Spider-Gwen. It's all like, why did you just – you're the only girl in high school named Gwen. What the – Yeah. Um, obviously because Marvel is a bunch of retards, they decide, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that was the wrong word to use, um, because they're a bunch of idiots, mm-hmm. after going seven issues, Spider-Gwen started back to zero, or back to issue number one, because they're restarting all their issues, so instead of no longer being, or I think it was like the amazing Spider-Gwen, it's now radioactive Spider-Gwen. Okay. And I'm kind of just like, no, don't restart it. This still actually takes place in her universe. Okay. Like a lot of us thought when they did the whole uh, Mar- all new, all Marvel uh, pictures and whatnot, where they had like all the different things, we all thought that she was part of the actual universe. Yeah. She's not. She's actually part of her own different, separate universe. So, which I'm actually kind of glad about because you don't want that many spiders around in the universe. Yeah. Um, overall, I mean, it was a good. It was good. Um, I mean, it's still just kind of picking up a few things. Uh, you find out that in this universe, Captain America, Steve Rogers, actually died before he was able to become the super soldier. Oh. And so uh, an African-American female took up the mantle when it happened. She was supposed to be like a nurse or uh, – she was actually a recruit. Um, she was – let's see here. Um She was supposed to be a USO girl. Ah. And uh, she ended up actually, uh, right as Steve Rogers died, she took up the mantle of being coming Captain America to stop everything. And then she actually, and uh, her story is completely different. I guess she goes to like different universes and uh, tries to stop Armin Zola and all the Nazis and whatnot. And then eventually she actually ends up in the future. Oh, that's kind of cool. Mm hmm. So, I mean, it's different, but, I mean, there's not really much to tell about this unless, you, I mean, like, you fully read the whole thing, so I won't go into too much detail. But, I mean, I love this book. I mean, I highly recommend finding the other issues. Okay. If you can. So. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out, so, um, but I was just curious, like, I wasn't sure, like, I always, like, I was thinking about it, but I'm like, I like Spider-Gwen, but I'm like, did they actually call it a Spider-Gwen? Because that'd be kind of weird. That'd be like, yeah. hey, it's Spider-Parker. <laughs> yeah, right. Or Spider-Peter. Yeah. It's Spider-Peter. It's Peter America. <laughs> the Anyways. Iron, well, the Iron Peter is something I use in the bedroom. Oh. Kinky. So next book I picked up, Web Warriors number one, which kind of takes place after the events of Secret Wars, Web Warriors. Um, it's got the same characters. Uh, basically, you got Spider Gwen, Spider Ham, uh, British Spider Man, uh, Spider Man Noir, Indian Spider Man, and from Earth Six One Six. I want to say it's. See, they got it right here on the little preview of Who's Who. Wait, did I just hear you right? Did you say Indian Spider Man? Yeah, yeah, he's from India. 
Look at me. I'm swinging from webs. Let me help you with tech support. Okay, that is completely racist. He's a very smart person. Um, anyways, it actually starts off in uh, the universe of Amazing and uh, Amazing Spider-Man and his uh, Amazing Friends or whatever. Oh, Spider-Man yeah. and his Amazing Friends. And the artwork is like very nonchalant, just very silly. Yeah. And then you see like these guys come in, they got like all, the, and you see like the Web Warriors come in and they're like all like, Sh- uh, shaded and they got like all this depth and just like all this <laughs> look to them and it looks really sweet. Well, everything else looks like it's like a just like a one toned uh, universe. Oh, that's cool. Because they're actually there because they want to train themselves in becoming a better team and they want to find a universe where basically they can fight as much as they want and nothing's going to happen or no bad's going to happen to the villains because in this world basically the villains don't die. Oh. But, I mean, uh, there's a part where, uh, I mean, it, it was just cute and whatnot. Um, and then you find out, you know, like, uh, basically the Web Warriors, they, uh, they basically just try and work together to save other, universe, other universes that no longer have a Spider-Man because the... Uh, people who were hunting down the Spider-Mans a while back actually killed them all. Oh, okay, so that's right. So a few universes without Spider-Man, so they're actually protecting those universes now without them. Well, that's cool. But, you know, a lot of them are like, well, you know, we still have universes ourselves. Who's supposed to protect those if we're not there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, another one of the uh, characters in this was uh, Spider-Girl. 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 She's and then... I want to say, who was her name? Uh, it was another Spider Girl, but she was from our universe. Uh, it was like the Arachnid or whatever, or something like that. Uh, ah, here we go. Um, you got Mayday Parker, who is the daughter of Peter and Mary Jane Parker. Um, you got Anya Corazon, Spider Girl of our universe. There's Billy Braddock, who is the Spider UK. Um, Pavitir Prabhakar, which is Spider-Man of the Indian Universe. There's Peter Parker from Spider-Man Noir, Gwen Stacy from Spider-Man of, obviously, Spider-Gwen, and then Peter Porker, Spider-Ham. He was a spider who was bitten by a radioactive pig. Yeah. Wait, he was a spider bitten by a radioactive (laughs) pig. Yeah. Spider pig, spider pig, does whatever so, spider pig does. Basically, Spider Gwen and Spider Girl, um, they go off into like one universe and just trying to relax. And they're in the universe where basically Egypt took over or basically just kept thriving. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is like anytime that they're in a different universe – um, it'll say like what Earth it is, and then they'll give you like a little memo about it, like when they were in the, like the Spider-Man universe or like the cartoon one. Yeah. Um, let's see, where does it say it? Here we go. It says Earth three thousand and fifteen. You might recognize it from a cartoon or two. And then there, and the Egyptian one was Earth nine one zero five, like ancient Egypt, just not as ancient. Hmm. And then Electro starts attacking, and you find out that all the Electros are teaming up. 
So, so basically, all of his like villains are going like, "Hey, why don't we do the same thing?" Uh, I don't know, but basically, right now it's just the Electros, as far as I know. Shocking. Yeah, literally. So, I mean, that's a really good book. I really do enjoy it. That's cool, though. I like that yeah. idea. And then the final one is Deadpool number one I got. Deadpool number one. I wasn't sure about what's going on here, and I'm still a little lost because I haven't actually really been reading Deadpool that much lately, but apparently Deadpool has become a huge popular sensation celebrity in the Marvel Universe now. When did that like, happen? Basically, he's like what he is now in our universe. Ah. It's super popular. Everyone loves him. Everyone wants to be him. Um. They show Deadpool trying to break into a place, stealing some files and whatnot, but then he gets um, another assassin tries to stop him, but then she removes his mask, and you find out he's really good-looking, but he's not Wade Wilson. So there's that, and then it cuts to another story where you see... um, Let's see. You see uh, two Deadpools at, like, a bar mitzvah, being, like, DJs, and one's wearing, like... uh, Parachute pants, trying to be MC Hammer. <laughs> um, you see another one where Deadpool's trying to stop a cat burglar and just kind of just like kills the dude with a sledgehammer. <laughs> um, and then you see another Deadpool um, basically save a guy um, from being killed by like, I guess you could say it's kind of like an ISIS thing, but it looks like a cowboy. Ah, and you find out this is the real Deadpool, and uh, he basically lied to the cowboy guy. He was like, you know, this guy's family just hired me to save him, and then when they get in the helicopter, the guy's like, wait, my family couldn't have hired you. We don't have a dime to our name, and he's like, uh, that's true. Nobody hired me to save you. I saw your daughter on the news saying she missed her father, and the guy says, I'll never be able to repay you. He says, my people will ask you to sign a non-disclosure agreement. You must never divulge that I worked for free. Ah. So he's actually being a hero. And then it uh, skips on over to a, I guess, a theater. And it's got the Avengers name on it with Deadpool. And you find <laughs> out um, ever since Tony Stark left the Avengers, uh, Deadpool's actually been funding the Avengers. Really? With his fame. He sells like a bunch of like Deadpool themed items and everyone buys them. So that's what uh, basically Avengers helps Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. That's funny. And, yeah. And then at the very end, you see like all the other Deadpools that you saw from before in the same room with uh, the real Deadpool. And they're like, why do we got to wear this suit? And he's like, because I need you all to pretend to be me to you know, to help make money for this company that I'm trying to work up and everything like that. Yeah. So it's interesting. I kind of wish I want, I really want to know what the hell happened to Deadpool to make him so damn famous. Mm-hmm. So I might actually have to go back and relook at everything. But I mean, overall, I mean, it was actually pretty good. That's pretty interesting. I like that. It's like, uh, they take a, they take a character and instead of like, cause this does happen with most cowboy characters, they have something going very well and they try to do something new and it fails miserably. Mm-hmm. And then they have to backtrack and go, Oh, we're just kidding. This was a dream or a different universe or, um, <laughs> or, uh, Batman or, you know, whatever. Um, try- no, I know. 
So that's comic book news. Um, want to go into TV news? Uh, yeah, we'll dive into the shows yeah. we've watched this week, what we're caught up mm-hmm. on, and everything like yeah. that. So, uh, I'll, you know what? I'm sure everyone's sick and tired of hearing me talk, so I will let you talk about The Flash. All right, well, let's dive into The Flash. I finally caught up on The Flash. Of course, the new episode's going to be, if you've listened to this podcast now, it's already been dropped, but we finally got our first uh, uh, episode with Zoom. Uh, yes. <laughs> Now, holy crap, um, <laughs> a lot of stuff goes on in that episode. Um, trying to think. So the whole thing with Zoom is pretty crazy. They're trying to track Zoom down. They can't uh, – Professor uh, – Dr. Light escapes, so they get her doppelganger in Barry's world uh, to you know play her to try to get Zoom. And then Zoom does finally show up towards kind of like the end of the episode and just destroys shit. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, you find out, uh, like, uh, Barry's trying to, they, the, well, you find out a little bit of, uh, you know, Dr. Wells, you found out about his daughter, uh, finally Cisco, uh, used his powers to finally find out what's going on, like, with, you know, mm-hmm. Dr. Wells from Earth 2, because they're like, what's this guy's deal, what's his problem, and everything like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Wells comes up with an idea that he has these tranquilizers that's supposed to slow down Zoom. Uh, Flash and him try to use those on, uh, Zoom, but Zoom decides to... Uh-uh, I'm faster than you. Totally fucks Barry up, stabs him with both of those things, mm-hmm. and then basically ran him around the entire town just saying, like, this is your hero, your hero has fallen. Um, I mean, overall, a really good uh, episode. Zoom is just, like, a freak of nature at this point because, like, I'm not really sure if, like, if that's his skin or if that's just a suit. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um mm-hmm. And then you have the whole, like, basically the episode ended, and I'm like, you're ending it like this? Mm-hmm. Uh, where Barry, like, is recovering, and all of a sudden he's just like, guys, I can't feel my legs. And, like, so Barry's paralyzed right now, and I'm like, holy crap. Like, uh, so I don't even know how he's going to fight this unstoppable being, basically. Yeah, it it's crazy. I mean, I'm thinking, like, he's just going to run around in a wheelchair since he still has the speed, just use his hands to just go really fast on the wheels and just, like, zoom around the whole city. <laughs> uh, maybe or something. I don't know. And then, of course, um, I guess Gorilla Grog is coming back in uh, this week's episode. Yes, so, I cannot wait. So, mo- so, so much stuff is happening in The Flash, which is just ridiculous, yeah. you know, like. Yeah, and the other thing we found out was that Harrison Wells' daughter is actually Jesse Quick. Yes. So that's interesting because I'm like, okay, well, Jesse Quick, the daughter of Johnny Quick, does that make Harrison Wells Johnny Quick? And then who's the mother? Is she still Liberty Bell or what? That is true. So, um, but yeah, Flash is just keeps, and it sucks because everything's building up right now, and you know the mid-season uh, break is going to be coming up soon, and we're going to have to wait back until either January or February sometimes for the shows to come back. So. Right now, the Flash is building a lot of steam right now to a lot of possibilities and great stuff, but I know they're going to end it at a cliffhanger, and I'm going to have to wait at least you know a month and a month and a half for the show to come back. But overall, right now, um, I was blown away by Flash Season 1, and I'm like, how are you guys going to top it? They are topping it. They are yeah. giving us new stuff, giving us great stuff, uh, uh, building in new characters, putting all the new stuff in, and it's just, I don't know, it's, just, it's a well-oiled machine. Now, uh, what do you think of uh, the new love interest for Barry? I like her. Um, yeah, me too. No offense to Iris. In the comics, I liked Iris. This Iris, uh, I kind of could just be like, you could go away now. Yeah, I, I'm like, okay, uh, 
I don't want the whole Barry Iris thing to happen anymore. I, I'm kind of like this whole Patty chick. Um, yeah. Let, let's keep her around because uh, she has like real chemistry with Barry. Like, yeah, they actually have interests together and like whatnot. Yeah, so um, we'll see what happens unless it's going to turn into one of those weird things where she's going to be around for a bit and then she's going to die and then... Don't say that. Well, this is what I do. I'm the I'm the guy who brings everyone down. And I'm the guy who uh, thinks of things that no one else thinks of. What do you what do you uh, do you have any theories this with uh, Flash going on so far now? Um, the only real theories I can honestly think about is uh, who could Zoom possibly be, and the only three I can think of is it's either Eddie from Earth Two, mm-hmm. it's Barry from Earth Two, or it's Barry's dad from Earth Two. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So, because I think the way I'm seeing it is like uh, maybe something still ended up killing Barry and, or something went to go back in time and kill Barry's mother and ended up actually killing Barry too. Mm. So the father's all that's left and whatnot. So something happened to him and he becomes Zoom. Yeah, that could be. That could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, Flash, I love it. I cannot wait for tomorrow to watch the next episode. So, yeah, so we'll have that next episode up for you guys next week. With uh, We'll talk about the Gorilla Grog Return yes. episode. Very nice. Um, so what else can we talk Well, we can talk about iZombie since we've both seen that. And yes. We're both um, up on that. Um, I've seen every episode except for the final one. I think it's the betting where she's all like into betting and whatnot. Into betting. Um, betting. Oh, betting, betting. I'm thinking of like betting, like housewares, like, oh, I got to make the bed and stuff. Um, yeah, so I did watch that one. Uh, so the uh, last one we saw was the, the, the one before that was the basketball one. Yes, I watched that one. Which actually, which was interesting. Now that you talk about the betting, I will say this, but I won't give anything away with that one because you have to watch it. But this is actually one of the first episodes of Eye Zombies. Now, technically, they all tie in together because of the story arc and stuff like that. But this mm-hmm. one literally is one where it takes place pretty much right after that episode. Yes. So, which pretty was much. kind of interesting and cool. So, um, mm-hmm. so uh, I am dumb. Okay. I'll say this. Uh, so I'm watching the episode of iZombie, and I was like, wait a minute. Gliz and this girl are roommates now? Yes. I had no idea. Like, I, I must have blanked on it or not even thought about it, like, because I've never seen them in the same room together, I guess, at well, some they point. Had them, they had them together in, like, I think, like, the very end of the first episode. Because um, she it, talks about how she got a new roommate, and they're talking about, like, how are things with her. And she's like, oh, they're okay and whatnot, and you don't actually see her until the very end when they're watching a movie, and you're like, oh, it's that chick. Yeah, I just totally, like, spaced out on it, I guess. And then when they were in the kitchen together uh, mm-hmm. in one of the episodes, I was like, oh, that's right. So I was like, wow, I'm dumb. I don't pay attention. It's <laughs> all <laughs> so good. She's hot, though. Oh, th- yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, a lot of stuff happens in that episode, building towards, like, so it looks like Major is trying to get back on on track, not being a drug addict. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Uh, some good stuff happens. Uh, let's see. So yeah, the football coach thing was very interesting where it got into this whole kind of like underground, like betting system thing with, uh, you know, like people, uh, uh, basically they had a guy at the company where the one security guard was shot. 
who basically mm-hmm. takes care of problems. So I thought that was kind of an interesting thing where like, you know, it all it all pretty much came down to gambling, you know. <laughs> like don't mm-hmm. gamble kid. Um right. But uh what 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 did you like so far? So far I think one of my I'm trying to think one of my favorite episodes this year that I like one of the um traits she took on. Um, I mean, they're all hysterical just seeing her portray, like, all these different personas and everything like that. Because, I mean, that's difficult to do for some actors, and she's nailing every single one of them. So I got to give her prop for that. But um, favorite episode so far, I mean, it's just been trying to think. Um, I can't think of anything right now. But, uh, yeah, so I, it's like I want to talk about the next episode. But we'll wait till that next week because that has some good stuff, especially how that one ended. That one had a really good twist to it. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. wait. So um, so that should be pretty good when you watch that one. Um, should we dive into – do you want to talk about Arrow or did anything yeah, – I, I can talk about Arrow because they finally brought back the Atom. Yeah, let's give it into the yeah. Atom. So basically what happened was throughout the past couple episodes, Felicity's been getting a message. And she doesn't know what it is until she finally finds out it's like basically a recording from Ray Palmer and it's his last words before the explosion happened. Okay. Well, she didn't want to listen to it at first because she's like, I don't want to listen to my ex-boyfriend die, basically. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out that it's not and it's basically him saying, I'm alive, I need your help. Mm. Well, apparently he's been sending this message out to her for a couple, for the past six months but she hasn't been in town to receive it because she was off being all lovey-dovey with Oliver Queen. Ooh, talk about a So whore. she felt awful about this because she's like, um, I should have been here for everything, but when, but every time I look into your eyes, Oliver, I just keep getting swept up off my feet and I just lose myself, basically. So she's just being like every other woman who watches the show now. Pretty much. But And she felt bad because she's like, look, my best friend who could be dead by now or my ex-boyfriend or whatever. So they eventually track him down. They find out that he's being held captive by Damien Dark, the main villain from the se- the series so far. Okay. And he's basically shrunk. He's tiny. So they go on a rescue mission to try and break him free. And obviously they succeed because, you know. I mean, why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there was so much action with this because, like, they brought in everyone for it. I mean, you got Oliver, his sister, Laurel, and her sister, and then you got um, Diggle. Diggle me this. And so, but they also brought in Mr. Terrific. But mm-hmm. obviously he's not Mr. Terrific yet. He's still just an employee that works for... Um, Felicity, but she needed his help, and he knows that she works for the Arrow and all of them, but he doesn't know who the Arrow is. Uh. And there was actually a scene where Oliver shows up, and he kind of just like takes his hand and covers the top of Oliver's head to kind of like present like a mask almost. And he's yeah. like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Oh, I'm trying to see if you're the Arrow. You're not. You don't have the right jaw." <laughs> so I'm like, "Okay." Well, it's funny. It's like as soon as Oliver walks in and. Um, obviously we now know that the guy, um, Mr. Terrific, he's actually gay in this. Yes. So, um, as soon as Oliver walks in, he goes, remember he's straight, remember he's straight, remember he's straight. (laughs) 
Uh, I just started dying laughing. I'm like, okay, now, that's, actually, that's funny. Now, I know, um, I know most like funny sitcoms that usually like to play up the gay people and stuff like that. Like, like, oh my god, I'm gay and stuff like that. Now, is this just like he's like just like a normal person, but he's attracted? Oh to yeah, me. he's a completely okay. normal person. You don't even you forget sometimes he's actually gay. No, that's good because I, I really hate when they do do that where they like make the guys because like literally like honestly out of my entire life with uh, meeting like homosexuals or gay people or anything that like most of them guess what ninety five percent of them are pretty legit like I've only met one one of them that's been that outrageous flamer that you're just like okay we get it you're gay that's <laughs> fine but we get it mm-hmm. yeah so. Um, basically they bring him in and so then they have to start using code names for people again. And obviously they hadn't come up with a code name for Diggle. So they ended up giving him the code name, uh, guardian or no, not guardian. Um, fuck. What the hell do they call him? Um, so uh, gladiator. Called they call him gladiator. Oh, gladiator. Yes. And gladiator is actually a, uh, um, superhero from, DC Comics. I it was from the Wildstorm Comics series that's owned by DC. So I'm like, okay, but it was also an Android. So I don't know if that's actually what they were going with or it was just a coincidence. But I was like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with this. This is what I think it is. So you think they're gonna make him an Android then? No. Diggle me this thing. There's a part where, um, obviously, throughout the whole episode, Felicity and Oliver are having some relationship troubles because she kind of blames herself and a little bit of Oliver for the reason why Ray Palmer is missing and whatnot and not rescued sooner. Well, Oliver tries making things better because she's been trying to help rescue Ray, so he invites his her mom into town, and apparently that was a huge no-no, and so she gets mad at him for that. And then he decides, he he's like, I need to get out of here, and he ends up going to the Arrow Cave. Ah. And Diggle shows up and whatnot, and they're talking, and they have like a little bromance type thing because, you know, they're awesome. And I'm like, hey, it's time for the Diggle Hour. <laughs> <laughs> and they're talking like you know what I miss about the old base and like you mean that crate with your uh, wine in it or whatever he goes yes and he's like well I got something better and he pulls out like Tennessee bourbon whiskey or something like that and he's like no, this is the good stuff right here he's like it's diggling time no no, no. see this no. is why I should write the show I'd like it ten times better <laughs> yeah I'm sure anyway so in the end, they rescue Ray Palmer, um, and basically he's going to pretend to be dead still mm-hmm. for the time being because uh, they don't want anyone freaking out or anything like that. So they're going to play it slow and work it way back up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing with Arrow, I actually rewatched the episode with Constantine in it. Yes. Because the first time I watched it, uh, there was a helicopter flying straight overhead. And uh-huh. knocking out my signal, so uh, I kept missing a few things. So I rewatched it, and boy, did I miss a lot. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things was he asked Felicity to give him a list of ingredients that he needed. So mm-hmm. they go to the next scene, and she shows up, and she's like, "All right, I got everything you need, but I don't know what you need a dead peacock feather for." He goes, "Oh." He grabs it and then just puts into his back and starts scratching his back. He's like, "Oh, I've had this nagging itch for the longest time," and I'm like, "Wait a minute." Peacock feather. That's the logo. That's NBC's logo is a peacock. <laughs> and that was the station he was on. I'm like, okay, that was a nice little jab towards NBC. That's funny. Yeah. 
because I remember everyone saying that there was like a he had a jab towards NBC. I'm like, what was it? Because I must have missed it or something, and I did. And another thing was he ended up actually, and when the flashbacks, he was on the island with Oliver, mm-hmm. and they went down into this cave or whatever, and they found this thing which he called like the Eye of Horus, which is actually what kind of gives Hawkman and Hawkgirl their power. Oh. So I was like, okay, okay, I see what you guys are doing here. That's awesome. You're bu- you're building a universe. I know. Those bastards. No, I mean, uh, it's just the fact that, like, sometimes, like, they don't, like, th- that's the sad part. The DCT television universe is doing it right, where the movie universe is, like, they have a good idea going, but I think they might be cramming way too much stuff into certain movies. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. That's tight, though. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I got to try to track down the Constantine episodes. Yeah, so do I. I got to find them somewhere. I think you could probably find them online somewhere, just mm. not legal, if you know what Well, I mean, technically, to me, if a show was canceled, yeah, it's a game. This is true. And I haven't seen any DVDs released yet, so... So well, I do kind of hope, like you know, I I know I know NBC. I mean, not NBC. I know CW said they weren't going to do any more DC shows, but do you think they might bring a Constantine back? I wish, because I think I think uh, CW would be the perfect place for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I guess without further ado, um, any anything that ends with uh, Arrow that kind of gives a good cliffhanger to anything that's coming up in their universe, or. Uh. Not that I can think of, but I'm looking up right now to see if there's going to be a season one release for Constantine on Blu-ray. Okay. Uh, for those waiting, uh, apparently Daniel Cerrone, who is the co-creator of Constantine, tweeted out saying, for those waiting for Constantine Blu-ray, unless we get second season, highly doubtful, there will be a DVD release only for ongoing series. Uh. So I don't think we are going to get one because... Blu-ray was only as if they got a second season and they'd only do a DVD if it was an ongoing series and it didn't even make an ongoing series. Okay. Well, maybe we'll get lucky and it'll be released on, like, Netflix or something like that. Um, One person tweeted back saying, one word, Firefly. The guy responds back saying, fair enough, but I'll take a second season over a cancellation and a box set. Keep the faith. Hmm. That is true. Um, Firefly, Firefly yeah. did get at least a DVD release. Yeah. Now this was actually back in February of twenty seven, February twenty seventh last year or this year. So, um, I just don't know. I kind of wish they would do something. Well, we'll see what happens. That's what I'm saying. Like you think they might? I, you know, I don't know. So, I mean, obviously they got the character from uh i mean obviously nbc didn't have any holds on the actual character because usually if they do they can't appear in any other tv show unless it's an on you know that kind of bullshit with you know tvs and movies and stuff like that so i'm reading something right now this was from october 6 of this year it says el ray network acquires constantine starts airing again in november yeah the LA Network has uh, announced that it has finalized a deal with Warner Brothers domestic television distribution acquiring exclusive off-network cable rights to Constantine. The NBC drama had been canceled, and there's still no date for a DVD-slash-Blu-ray release, so hoping over 
So hopping over to El Rey Network is the only way fans can legally get their fix of Season 1 for now. To be clear, the network will be rebroadcasting all 13 episodes of the show's run, not picking it up to release new episodes. Mm, okay. So, damn. I wish I had known about this sooner because I could have been watching it because one of the shows I get from uh, through Sling TV is actually El Rey TV, so i got to keep an eye out for that. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So... So if you have that, kids, go check out uh, Constantine. But uh, I guess the last show we'll hit on the docket is uh, Gotham. Yes, Gotham. Uh, let's see. Holy crap! That last oh, episode. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Crazy bitch. Yeah. Crazy bitch shows up. Um, Gordon's ex uh, fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, get wow. to hear a little bit about her backstory of like before, like you know, when they were going to get married, they're getting a dress, they're getting all this stuff. Mm-hmm. She shows up at the precinct, like hi, and shit hits the fan. But uh, things went pretty well for uh, I would say the Gotham PD finally for once in this episode. Um, yeah. So yeah, so we get to see uh, the Riddler uh, go off and do his little uh, trying to. That was actually quite funny. Yeah. That was hysterical the entire thing. I'm telling you, so far, my favorite part of the entire series of Gotham is the Riddler. But I just love the fact that he's all like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to have to. And then he's like, who ate this? Okay, now I have to go find it. He's like, this turned out to be a little bit more of a chore than it should have had. Like, yes. But I like how just very, like, he's not like, he wasn't really angry. He was just like, okay. More work I got to do. More work then- I got to do. Yeah, and then they end up finding out that the person that ate a sandwich was the penguin. Now that was yeah. a really cool twist at the end of that episode. Um, mm-hmm. I so was I'm thinking that. Yeah, so you know they're gonna have like some type of like this is like the very first team up of Penguin and the Riddler. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure that's what they're probably gonna do because I mean if you look at it, Penguin's you know broken. Uh, he's trying to get everything back together after all, all the stuff that happened and reclaiming. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Riddler, who's just falling into this kind of, uh, you know, madness of like accepting who he is and going like, yeah, I can, I'm fine with murder, you know, kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, that was that was the end of the episode. So I'm looking forward to what's going to happen next with these two characters because again, I like both of these. Like, I love the actors who are playing these characters, and everyone's betraying everybody so well. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll go back to so. Basically, the crazy bitch takes Gordon uh, on a wild goose chase kind of thing. They run into a. Uh, get hit by a semi-truck, and then Gordon wakes up in the church where he was supposed to get married, and uh, his uh, girlfriend's going, his ex-girlfriend, fiance is going nuts with all these questions and stuff, and then they bring in his current girlfriend, and a, kind of a burn on her part, I think, with uh, mm-hmm. where she's answering all the questions correctly. He's like, oh, yeah, we've already talked about this. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, good for you, Gordon. Good for you. Yeah, yeah Barbara was pissed. You could totally see that. Oh, yeah. Um... I kind of like how they, they found the mayor, the original yes. mayor. Uh, they get him free and everything like that. And then I just like when Gordon shows up for the guy who was the new mayor and just punches him in the face. Yep. Just like now, I was kind of surprised. I'm like, wow, they're, I, I thought like this whole like other mayor guy was going to – they were going to like uh, dive this out for a little bit. Yeah, they – so that makes me wonder. Like this to me thought was this was going to be a big, huge storyline up until the last – up until the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But they 
they have something in plan. They have something in store. I'm guessing because yeah, they kind of wrap up. How about that whole thing where like he makes a plan with uh or he makes a deal with Bruce Wayne to hand over his share and he gives him the name of the person who killed him and then I honestly honestly when that happened I was like oh my god this is so like like again like I said like yes that's the Bruce Bruce Wayne story is fine if you want to have it little bits of it they actually kind of intertwined it to this storyline pretty well I have to say because you're mm-hmm. actually kind of like okay Bruce is kind of involved now you know it's not like yeah all the shit's going on, and then he goes back to Bruce. He's all like, I want to get into this fireplace, Alfred. What can we do? You know, like, it just seemed like this real shenanigans of, like, I'm looking for fucking Narnia in the first season. <laughs> Wayne. So I'm glad with this one, they're like, okay, let's tie his story into the story so it mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, I see, actually was surprised. Okay. Honestly, I was kind of hoping that Alfred was going to step in and do some shit. Mm-hmm. Because he even said it to him, he's like, I'm sorry, but that's like extortion. Like, Alfred was right up front with him going like, I don't think you should do this. Because right now what he's doing is kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, so he the, that so I'm curious what, what's going to happen next. Um, because I'm like, yeah, they wrapped this up. Now I'm even kind of curious, like, when, because I know Penguin's father is supposed to be showing up, obviously, with the them talking about that. So I'm really now kind of like, okay, you, you wrapped a lot of stuff up. Where are you guys going to go? Uh, obviously, Penguin's going to have to revive himself and the rest of his company, so that's probably going to be what it's going to be about. Well, unless that's why I have a curiosity about if the mayor, you know, the mayor, yeah, was arrested, but is he going to stay arrested, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, we'll find out. But yeah, Gotham has been, uh, it's kind of sad to say that, like, this should have been the first season. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But but on the bright side, if you think about it, they were they they were able to recover. You know, mm-hmm. like I mean, don't get me wrong. Gotham started off pretty well, and then they had a lot of lows, and you're just kind of like, what the hell is going on? And then it ended really strong, but then you're kind of like, eh. and now this season they've been kicking some butt. So look yeah. forward to the rest of what's going to happen in uh, the next episode. Yeah, but like we were saying, it's kind of like the Flash. Like the Flash, Flash and Gotham have been doing these things where it's all like, where are you going to go next? And they somehow find a way. So. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of good. But uh, before we before we uh, wrap this show up, we do have a little bit of news for you, kids. It's not going to be anything crazy or stuff like that. But uh, let's talk about uh, since The Walking Dead. Kyle said we won't talk about it because not that anything happened importantly, but he says it's been kind of boring because everyone's trying to figure out what happened to Glenn. Still, yeah, that's all I care about. Uh, so and everyone's been asking that. But apparently there was a spoiler that was released, but then it was just found out that it was a hoax that someone designed. But I do have to give them credit for it uh, because the the toy does look pretty accurate. Apparently somebody posted a toy saying, like, Walking Dead Zombie Glenn. Um, They had the packaging, the, you know, all these uh, things. But apparently someone just was really good with toy editing. And they were just able to take a normal action... uh, uh, action figure of Glenn and turn it into zombie Glenn. So, um, let's see here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So you see that and you're like, holy crap. But then like they took the picture pretty well where they made it a little bit blurry. So if they did have any Photoshop in there, you can kind of see the pixels that were, you know, you couldn't really make out the pixels that were Photoshop, yada, 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 all that kind of stuff. So when you first look at it at first glance, you're kind of like, Oh wow. This Mm -hmm. is this, but then you're also thinking, like, really? Did Walking? I'm like, Walking. No offense, Walking Dead had one slip up. 
uh, last season. Mm-hmm. And they rectified that pretty fast, and they apologized, and they realized, okay, we need to keep our we need to keep our shit together on this kind of stuff, guys. It was literally like, holy crap. Um, I'm looking at this right now, and they're saying the major fact that he's that this thing's fake is that it's called Zombie Glenn, and zombie is a non-existent word in the Walking Dead universe. That is true, and that extends to all the McFarland uh, merchandise. And it says the undead are referred to as walkers. They never label Glenn as a zombie, so what gives? The photo is definitely of Glenn's action figure, the real one from Series 5. Yeah. So, yeah, but, like, I remember when I saw the – when I first saw the uh, photo of it, like, it was just through your – and this is where it can actually kind of, you know, trick people out and stuff like that. When you have your phone out and you're going through your Facebook feed and stuff, and then these stories pop up, you're really not paying too much attention. You're just kind of second-glancing stuff, so you would probably see it and be like, well, I'm not going to click on this because I don't want to spoil stuff. But you could go like, oh, really? Glenn's dead or something like that? And you just kind of scroll past it. When you do bring it up on a full-screen computer screen that you can actually look at stuff, you kind of can then nitpick mm-hmm. it and go like, no, 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 and no. So, yeah, like this stuff kind of works really great if you're trying to fuck with people. If they're just going to – you know they're just going to browse through stuff on their phone. Like mm-hmm. I could probably send this out on somebody's phone right now. and They'd be like, what? Glenn's dead? You know, and not really pay attention because they're not really going to – Obviously, yeah do stuff with that but yeah so uh, i remember like uh I, when i saw it i was like well that's kind of like when i saw it, i was like oh i guess glenn's dead but then i also thought about it going like well amc's been pretty good about not like spoiling shit after they did last season when Ugh. all of a sudden it was like oh beth's dead what um, yeah that's kind of thing um i think one of the new jessica jones clips that have come out it, ta- it, it shows a little bit of david Tennant being the villain mm-hmm. um so we'll look for – I'm actually kind of not watching any of this stuff because I'm kind of waiting. Uh, this actually premieres uh, – is it this? No, it's – yeah, is it this Friday? It might be this it's, Friday. Uh, I think it's Friday Thanksgiving. I thought it was – see, this is where I'm getting confused. Uh, hold on, because everyone keeps saying Thanksgiving, but it just says first season of Marvel's Jessica Jones reviews in full on Netflix this Friday, November 20th. Oh, well, maybe it comes up. Double See, that's why I kept getting confused about because I kept asking when Thanksgiving was. I kept thinking Thanksgiving was this weekend, but it's actually no, next weekend. Next so weekend. yeah, so I think it actually so it will drop. Well, that kind of gives us something to talk about then next. Uh... Cool. Well, we'll see what happens because I'm actually very busy this upcoming weekend. I'm going to a comic book convention uh, Saturday, and then Sunday I actually have to work because we get Thanksgiving Day off. And to make up the time, they're making us uh, Sunday, a mandatory Sunday. Okay. Well, that's all good. Um, now, I don't know if you heard about this news, but I guess with the Wonder Woman movie, uh, they finally casted the leading man in the thing, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Pines from Star Trek and all the other stuff that he has done. He is now going to be playing, uh, I believe it's Steve Trevor. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sorry. They were going to play some music on my thing as well. So, um, yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. It was funny because I know there was a rumor going around that he might be playing Hal Jordan mm-hmm. uh, in the Marvel Universe, but we'll see what happens. Did you just um, say Hal Jordan in the Marvel Universe? Yeah, Hal Jordan in the Marvel Universe, you know. Because isn't that, yeah, the guy who plays Deadpool, right? Yes, yeah, see what I did there? <laughs> oh, Kyle's angry with me. Uh, I'm kidding. Yes, Hal Jordan from the DC Universe. Uh, but I said Hal Jordan because uh, the dead guy who played Deadpool was playing Hal Jordan. Um, 
So I have a feeling that they're not even going to bother with the Hal Jordan storyline at this point. I think DC might just go with uh, John Stewart uh, from The Daily Show. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's possible. Yeah. Um, no, no, that one's fine. That one's fine. Just don't mess with uh, Deadpool. Um, I, all right. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, Chris Pine, okay, I can see that. I like Chris Pine. I have no problem with him. I just thought it was weird that they're actually making him. He's, he's kind of like a. He's kind. Of, he's kind of arm candy, I guess, in the movie. He's um, kind of like the love interest of the superhero. Basically, he's the one who kind of introduces Wonder Woman into the real world, if you will. Now, actually, I don't think we have seen that with a superhero movie uh, recently. Like, I don't think any of the superhero movies have come out. We haven't really had, like, that kind of like it's the woman who's the hero and the man will be the, you know. I mean, we really actually haven't had, like, an actual leading female role in a movie since probably Supergirl movie. Which is, yeah, because I was just about to say, it's like the first one that we just got on television right now has been Supergirl pretty much. Um, well, and then, not, well, I'm just saying, it's like the, there was a Supergirl movie that came out. That was the leading yeah. female role. So, I mean, yeah. But, yeah, so, and then, of course, it looks like uh, Stan Lee is making his way to the Netflix series. It looks like apparently there is going to be a Stan Lee cameo in Jessica Jones. So, kids, look out for that. Let's see what kind of humor he's going to bring to that. Because, again, he was in the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show, actually. He actually had a pretty big part in it, so. Yeah, he's the uh, janitor. Yeah. At the school, yeah. Uh, he's actually an Asian in a shield, too. Yeah, that's what's like when I remember seeing that episode, I was like, damn, Stan Lee, get it. So, yeah, he was actually like one of the founding members of shield. So, um, yeah, but as Kyle did say, how he does have, um, you know, he will have to work uh, the Sunday or whatnot, but I know holiday season is coming up, so like we did mm-hmm. say before, we will try to give you kids as many episodes as we possibly can before we have to spend, uh, you know, time with her friends, loved ones, and cats. So, yeah. uh, Kyle, do you have anything else you want to add or talk about before we wrap this podcast up? Yeah, this. Oh, yeah! Yeah, my rhino figure. It's finally complete. Okay, I, a question for you. That thing looks pretty big. It is. How heavy is it? I mean, it's got some weight to it, but it's not really that heavy. Okay. Um, is my scale over here? Because, I, mean, it, it, I mean, I saw the picture of it. I'm like, man, that thing looks like a beast. It is. This thing's uh, it's huge, but I mean, it's not that heavy as like I thought it would be. Okay, well that's good. One thing I like is like you can bend the head back this way. Okay. Oh, and it's hard to see. And then you can bend his body this way, so this way it looks he's ready to like just charge. Ah, awesome. Now that's a good. Well, that's a good yeah. made toy. Uh huh. So I was I'm quite excited about that. My rhino figure is finally complete, and uh, I've got couple villains now so you know i got craven the hunter superior venom and uh the newest one uh chameleon i can grab him real quick all right what kyle's slowly doing is building the sinister six with his collection and then he's gonna wrap it on new york city yeah here we go chameleon i know it's kind of hard to see but he's got his white face and whatnot and his head is actually oh whoa it's a little racist white face it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. No one's that's the only colored face that he has. Oh no, he's also got this peach color looking face. Um, that's uh, his head is interchangeable. So he's yeah. got the normal white looking one, and then he's also got J. John Jameson's head, and it also apparently also has a hammerhead. 
Ah. So I thought it was kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm quite happy about that now. I just need to get, like, uh, Dr. Octopus and Mysterio if they ever make them, and I'll have, like, uh, Sinister Six. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty uh, that's pretty creepy. How's that creepy? You, you left to go get your figure, and I'm like, Kyle is slowly building his Sinister Six. <laughs> nice. Well, um, I'm also working on a Hobgoblin now because they uh, had like a build a figure where you get to build the Hobgoblin. But Ooh. I'm just going on eBay trying to find all the parts for it. And that's about it. Is there, are, are, the, are any of the characters at least decent that come with the Hobgoblin parts? Yeah. All just kind of it's got spider. It's got Spider Girl, um, Spider Man, Daredevil, ooh, uh, Anti Venom, and uh, uh, I think uh, one of the other Spider. Uh, it's Ultimate Spider Woman. Oh, so, cool! I mean, I'd get them, but I'm like, you know what? It's just cheaper and easier if I just buy the parts online from eBay. Structured yourself. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that will be Kyle's next project. If you kids want to help out, you spot any goblin pieces floating around the interwebs, shoot them a tweet. And where can they tweet you at? They can tweet me at Deadpool underscore Ranger. See what I did there? I just helped you with your conquest. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, of course, you can find me at Stephen Mooney Jr. If you're looking for that. If you just want to follow the show and you don't care about the host, which is kind of selfish of you, but... Uh, if that's your case, you can go to at LongboxCast on the Twitter. Also, don't forget to check out our Instagram as well. And also, don't forget to check out our Facebook page at uh, www.facebook.com backslash LongboxCast. And, of course, um, we do we have? did you just make bumpers for all this stuff, or did we just forget to read off all this uh, stuff we usually put in the beginning of the show? Oh, I'm going to put all that in um, during editing. Oh, okay. Um, I just didn't want to repeat it again. So, um, yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the Longbox Cast. I think we're going to try to do another episode right before pretty much Thanksgiving and stuff hits. So We'll see. Um, um, just because with me working Sunday, I know yeah. I'm going to be super tired Monday. So I think we may actually just take next week off and then we'll come no, that's back fine. probably the week after. No, that's fine. I, I, that's why I figured I'm like, next week is the Thanksgiving weekend. So I'm like, I said, we might try. If not, not a big deal. But if that's the case, kids, if we don't hear from you or see you, well, I don't really see you. But I hope you guys have a great holiday season uh, for Thanksgiving and everything like that. And we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, hopefully we'll have some time during the, the Thanksgiving weekend to maybe watch some Jessica Jones and dive into that beast. Yeah, definitely. Um, maybe because uh, I was listening to Ranger Command Power Hour and they had a special episode on basically uh, what to get uh, a Power Ranger fan in your life. Maybe we'll do something similar and do something like uh, what to get the comic book nerd in your life. That's actually Christmas yeah. episode. Yeah, we are putting together actually a list like that for gamers on Arcade Bros. So we should do that for. Uh, long box guests as well so uh yeah maybe yeah uh that maybe we'll do that the week afterwards when we talk about some jessica jones and we'll talk about like what to because the holiday season will be upon us what can you get for that wonderful nerdy person comic book fan in your life for the holiday season and where can you find the best deals but that will be next week's episode kids but until next time kiddos kyle you want to take us away with those lovely lovely words long box cast too many issues for a short box and yes we can be bought you're listening to another great show on the 4Ride Radio Network. For more great shows, go to 4RideRadio.com. 
And also to listen to this show and many of the other 4 Ride Radio shows, you can go to 4 Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcasts, Blueberry Podcast, Miro Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. This podcast is also brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. We're also brought to you by Comic Hair Comics. If you want to donate comics, help out some sick kids in the hospital right now, uh, right before the holidays, then... Donate some comics to them. Uh, go to their page, comicare.org. That's all one word, C-O-M-I-C-A-R-E. The, uh, they'll have an address for you to donate the comic books to. And as you know, we are also um, brought to you by Fancy Escape Comic Cards and Collectibles. You can find them in the Virginia Beach area. If you're ever visiting Virginia Beach, make sure to say hi to me while you're here. And you can find them online if you do not plan to make any trips here at uh, fancyescape.com. Also check out their eBay account. Just look for the user ID 50Batman. Got some great deals on there, I'm pretty sure. Finally, the show's over. Now, Con, I can go back to what we do best. Drinking. And watching porn. Oh, we're doing that now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Note to self, kids. Do not put your penis in a bottle. Um, Well... You can do that, but only as a party trick. But you can only do it once. <laughs> yes. Uh, wait, can I say penis on the show? Do I have to Dude, edit that you, out? You dropped the F-bomb like so many times. So. <laughs> I know I have. Uh, oh, I put it this way. And if you do put your penis in a bottle, you can at least call it the Doctor Strange. You might want to call a doctor because that's going to look some pretty damn strange when they get it off. Indeed. Oh, my. This has been another great presentation of the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch more shows at foureyedradio.com.